Welcome Wargamers, join your hosts, Falco and Monty, two Canadian wargaming enthusiasts, as we explore all aspects of tabletop wargaming. We roll dice, talk tactics, share hobby hacks, and explore new tabletop systems, all on the Trident Wargaming Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Triant Wargaming. Uh, we're doing bolt action again this this time around, and of course with me is battle buddy Jason. Loudy. <laughs> doing well today? Yeah, yeah, not a bad day. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. How's the, uh, how's the hobby front doing for you? The hobby front is going okay. I've been working on Civil War epic guys. Nice. Who I find super tedious to paint. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm just not used to that scale. Mm-hmm. And it is breaking my eyes. But I'm I'm sure as soon as I see results, I'll be I'll get over my. Uh, my slump and I'll be stoked about it again but uh, <laughs> after painting him today and becoming a uh, cross-eyed I'm a little uh, little cheesed off right now at the <laughs> don't ask me about my hobby <laughs> fair enough fair enough <laughs> uh, that's funny that's funny yeah I know about the uh, the hobby front for myself is uh, I don't know my my table keeps getting big large piles of, of projects that are kind of intermingling right now with everything so half the time i'm trying to clean up my workstation in order to actually do stuff so gotta do a little bit of organization but um still still trying to rock out on on getting uh some soviets fixed up and whatnot and uh just because of our campaign right so yeah um you know, doing that kind of thing. And then uh, also I still have the Germans, which are just uh, an ongoing project. And uh, I guess, yeah, some of the new Blood Red Skies that um, just recently picked up as well, the new set. Uh, Excellent. Midway set, was it? Yep. Yeah, yep. that was the one, right. So took a look at that. Pretty neat little kit. Nice, uh, Nice new miniatures in there. Um, so yeah, other than that, um, besides, besides that hobby stuff, I mean, we, uh, we just had a huge, uh, game on the weekend for one of the other systems. It, it was like six V six, not even going to go into it. It was just huge. There's tons of pictures <laughs> on our Instagram about it, but, nice. um, yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, other than that, just keeping up with, uh, the campaign that we're doing or strong campaign. Um, just keeping up with um, setting the matches up and scenarios and, and whatnot, so which is pretty cool, and it also kind of bring us in brings us into this episode where I wanted to talk about um, pretty much veteran units in the world of uh, bolt action, you know, and. What did you call me? Yeah. <laughs> You're a veteran. Um, just to see or uh, how much of a game changer they are 
in you know in uh, scenarios, uh, even just a pick pickup game, um, tournament wise, that kind of thing, right? So, um, especially like right now, I have a feeling uh, that a couple of the guys eventually after the campaign's done. There's probably going to be a few games happening for like some practice because uh, LVO is coming up next year. Seems like a couple of guys are wanting to go to it uh, from the local community, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think I think I saw two uh, two fellows are going. Yeah. I wish I was one, but uh, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm still undecided. Uh, just have to see how things go, kind of thing, and also which system would I be jumping into if I do go? Because there's always, uh, it's always cool gaming with the buddies too, right? That are going. Yeah. So, um, you know, put on the, the team shirts and win. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, That's where I just get the, uh, I'm with stupid t-shirt, but it's pointing up at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> um, so yeah, with with going forward here with the uh, the veterans, you know, are they a game changer? How how effective are they? Um, points wise, you know, are they worth it? Um, and and just kind of how how you use them or build them in your army, like uh, what you take and and uh, is there a combination that you do? You know. Do you uh, just end up taking in the infantry and like not taking any vehicles, that kind of thing, right? So, because I know I know yourself, Jason, you have a couple of different armies, and I know you have a veteran army. Um, yeah. And I know in the past that there has been some events where that's kind of what you're facing is just tons of veteran units. And uh, I just recently had uh, a question from actually co-host Bill. He was like, you know, is 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 veterans a thing? Is it is it the meta for bolt action, right? Um, so I was kind of explained to him, like, you know, I don't really think it's a meta because bolt action is, yes, it's still a war game. It's a, it's a you know general versus general, but compared to other games like. A veteran unit in all armies is pretty much the same thing, right? Yeah. So 130 points. I, I looked actually today. I was looking comparing point wise, and it's it's 130 points I believe across the board. Yeah, they're kind of around uh, you know 13 to 15 points. Yeah. Per guy, generally, depending on what list, and uh, that's. Uh, pretty steep considering the average regular is about 10 points probably nine or ten points yeah so so 130 points is for like a 10-man unit yeah because i know the japanese can have um a way larger unit which ends up becoming like almost 200 points which is nuts yeah um, and that's without uh, extra equipment this is your bare yes men yeah, yeah. so so 130, well, 130 points compared to regulars which are 100 points i believe yeah, around that, give yeah. or take, depending on the army, but pretty close. And then you're looking at like seven points ish a model for uh, 
uh, you know, six or seven points a model for um, inexperienced uh, inexperienced troops. Yeah. Uh, and here's the thing: I play a veteran army, my airborne, my British uh, paratroopers, or technically uh, Canadian paratroopers. Yep. Uh, and I play when I play my Soviets, I play heavily with the inexperienced guys, and and both ends of the spectrum. And I do average. <laughs> so I, I don't know that it's the meta. I don't know that either way works. I think it's situational. Because I'll tell you, the veterans against a lot of infantry is going to kill. I'm going to murder your face. The veterans Some against a lot of templates are dead. A lot of, like, a lot of firepower, it's hard to contend with. And yes... They're harder to kill, but it's really hard to survive. And I always say, people are always like, uh, you know, if the first couple turns kind of think they've got the game in the bag against a veteran army, mm -hmm. or the or I'm playing against that veteran army and, and they're kind of in the dumps because I'm beating them, like a, when I'm playing against them, and then turn five hits, and those veteran armies turn it around because you haven't been able to kill enough. And that's the thing. If you can't kill enough of them by turn five, you've lost the game as the opponent to the veterans. Uh, so they, they really, it, it comes down to those last turns. They're great at like capturing and holding objectives. Uh, they're great at uh, hitting those hard points. Um, well, they're, they're like when they, you know, bunker down. They're, they're hard to dislodge. They're really yeah. hard to dislodge. And like you said, um, if they're getting hit by, by templates, right, by, you know, indirect mortars, howitzers, all that stuff. Anything that takes away that that uh, 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 five to kill, yeah, which might be six in a building, uh, anything that lowers that, anything with a pen value... That you're able to hit large numbers of because uh, they're they're not going to have big numbers. Yeah. And even a ten leadership is going to fail. Yeah, definitely. So, and, and and the one thing with bolt action though, like it's not like you have tons of templates, right? So okay, so you you have a let's say a mortar. Most guys probably have a medium mortar. Um, you might have a howitzer, maybe two, depending on what army you're playing, depending on how you built mm -hmm. your army. But at the same time, you got to remember, like, the opposing force is probably going to be targeting those units too, right? Oh, you have a howitzer team there, heavy howitzer. Okay, I'm going to hit you with a mortar. Well, if I hit, more than likely you're going to be taking some damage. Yeah. Right. But again, if the howitzer hits the veterans, yeah, it's, it's going to hurt them. But it also depends on how you're playing your veterans. Right. You know, if you're just going toe to toe, well, more than likely you're going to get smoked. But if you're skirting around buildings and using them as cover until a certain time of the game where, you know, you, you bust a move and, and get to where you need yeah. to go, that kind of thing. Um, 
And that's the other aspect of it being situational. Yeah. Is that, uh, you know, it really, it's, it, I, I don't believe for a second it's a meta. Because I, I don't there's think so, so many ways to defeat it. And you really have to be uh, careful because you don't have as many assets. So if I make a blunder and I I get caught in in sight of that whatever that you know heebie jeebie that uh you know guy with the twin auto cannons or oh yeah or yeah. Uh, freaking uh, get hit by that mortar or or whatever that's a unit gone and depending on the size of the game too my units are are a bigger investment now i i generally when i play my airborne i try to play smaller sized i find that uh or i found i tried going for 10 man squads okay you're talking squads yeah yeah okay and it was not it's not good it what? doesn't work it, it just too big or too they're, they're just too much of an investment in one area including okay. one thing and uh, especially with my british airborne it's really about getting up close and personal and uh, looking at them in the the whites of their eyes before you <laughs> snuff their life out of them uh you know lots of smgs you know uh with uh, uh guys running up and and murdering face so i can't reach out and touch people as uh harshly until the uh till those later turns yeah and like uh you know you have a big point there like all the points sunk into one unit i mean now how many units are you going to have right like yeah so are you, i've are you going to be like bare minimum where you have like two units and that's it and then yeah and that's the, the thing yeah right sure they're all vets but i mean all you got is two units you take one out you're pretty much done right yeah um but on the other hand if the opponent doesn't have you know the the tools to take them out well they're going to come in and do some damage and um, or hold objectives or, you know, maybe they have fanatics on them or, or um, you know, uh, different rules for them for close combat, stuff like that, right? Tough yeah. fighter, you know, that, that'd be an ugly one. Um, but well, yeah. I don't know. It's, I can see, because we've seen it in the past. Um, you know, there has been a couple players that they do make those lists, uh, where they do have the veteran units and then they complement them with like lighter vehicles. So mm -hmm. armored cars and stuff like that. So they may not be veteran, but their bulk of their troops will be, which is smart. It's, it's, it's a good idea. I just don't know. Like I usually don't play like a full veteran army. Right, I'm I'm pretty satisfied with like regulars, and then of yeah. course you guys know me. I mean, I play Soviets and I play French, and it was like <laughs> it 
tons of inexperienced units, right? Yeah. Um, but I see the benefits uh, of of having vets, maybe one unit, just you know what, this is the unit that's going to do specific task. You know, they they are going to get in there, get in dirty, and and try to do some damage in on one section kind of thing, or or they're maybe they're in a transport and they're zipping up there, right? Yeah. Right. Like you do that all the time with your transports and, and whatnot. And I'm pretty sure Dusty does that too with his. So, uh, I don't know. I, I, I like to have multiple options on the board in order to, um, deal with a, what, you know, uh, tactics or deal with like objectives or sections of the board where I need those okay. units, right? And having having a, a, a huge amount of infantry on the board is great. Might not be the best infantry, um, but usually I can get them around, get onto objectives, force the opponent to have to maneuver and then, um, you know, if, if it's one of those missions where you got to go destroy the opponent's HQ on the other side of the board, then you can flank with a couple of units and and force the opponent's hand, right? Uh, but if they're yeah. veteran, well, you only have so many avenues to go, right? <laughs> it's so <laughs> yeah. many of them. Um, so, I mean, smaller size, it's probably, I mean, it does work for you a few times. I've seen you. I've seen you pull out a, a win with that army, you know, or you have like six guys and you lose two of them and you're just there. You just can't kill them. They're, they're tough. Right. Yeah. And then you have, um, with them too, is like their weapon options. They're pretty much the cream of the crop. Right. They tend to have, a lot more options for SMGs. Yeah. And then maybe multiple LMGs. I'm not too sure. Uh, depends on the unit, I guess, which is yeah. Yeah, part of the game, right? Part of the building process. You see, and I play, my veteran army is airborne, so I'm actually, uh, I have lots of SMGs I, I have access to. Yeah. But also I'm super limited in other areas. So my vehicle options, for instance, obviously, uh, play, and I play themed, so my vehicle options are super limited. Hmm. So I'm not bringing tanks. That's true. Right? That's true. I'm yeah. bringing a Piat, or, and I'm bringing, <laughs> uh, you know, an uh, anti-tank gun. Uh, I'm bringing... So, it's harder for me to deal with those, those, uh, those type things, or I, I have less ability to make mistakes. Yeah. And that's, that's what I found is that you, you have no throwaways, no whoopsie doodles. I guess I shouldn't have done that. And then you're still able to pull the victory out because you do that and you lose, you know, a unit you've lost, you know, a fifth of your army or, or whatever, depending on the game, obviously the game size, but. Well, you don't have screening units, right? You don't have 
bait units where you know maybe the opponent will will go after that unit that you you know put in a certain spot to try to get to to get them out exactly you know? so i th i think actually the all veteran army uh is fairly difficult to play especially if you're playing it themed and it's it comes with other limitations yeah uh the best way to play i think um win you know winny winny wise is to have a mix because I've done the I've done the all uh, inexperienced route with my Soviets because it it's themed to what I'm doing a Stalingrad base list it makes sense to me mm -hmm. um, and I like the idea of uh, of those uh, you know just mass hordes but it does it's not uh it's not a win in the bag either you know even when i outnumber the opponent you know three to one i still uh you know those rifles are terrible yeah those guys yeah, are they terrible are. they, they it, die so easy yeah. so it, it's tough with an experience right but like so i go ahead oh it, it's it's the mix that will that'll win you the game if you're if you're playing uh an army that allows it thematically or or just is it's allowed mm -hmm. uh, go for the mix like you said have the unit that has an objective like what what is this guy's purpose and yeah. build it as best you can and most armies have a similar style engineer unit or you know, load them up with SMGs and a flamethrower type unit. Yeah, uh, pioneers, engineers, yep. Yeah, that go, you know, balls to the wall and and get her done. Yep. Uh, I like, mean, but, you know, the flip side is they're also targets. <laughs> like those, that's a unit, like talking about units, like that is a unit that I would try to make as a veteran unit for sure. Oh yeah, a, a yeah. Specialized no... unit like that, that has like yeah. a flamethrower in it, or maybe they have, you know, Panzerfausts in them or whatever. Um, I would probably try to make those veterans, um, bazooka teams, sniper teams. Uh, those are kind of units that I would try to make veteran. Veteran, if and I lot, did. A lot of sniper teams you have to too. A lot of them don't have the option to be anything but. Yeah, regular veteran, but. It, it's just, it, it's tougher to kill them for sure. You know, mm -hmm. is it one, you know, it's, it's only one shot and, you know, 90% of the time you miss anyways, but, yeah. um, when they hit, then they take out a critical, um, unit, right? Like, bam, there goes that MMG. Cool. Your turn to fire me. Well, you're not going to kill me so easily now. Right. Yeah. Um, which happens, you know, one out of 10 games. Yeah. But it's often enough that people are terrified of those friggin' snipers. Yeah, exactly. Even though they know how useless they are most of the time. Well, it's, it's interesting, you know, deploying them and then, like, the counter-deploy, right? My veteran, my, yeah. my sniper's here, and then you put your sniper there, and it's like, okay, who's going to get the first shot, in a sense, right? Yeah. Um, but if you're a veteran now, now it's a lot tougher, so... Um, which so there's a pro on that. Um, obviously, a con is the price value of, of the units. Um, would I make 
certain other teams veteran. Mortar teams, I would not. Just simply would not. Um, with rolling a six to hit, it, it's not worth it to me to go to veteran. Um, if it's a larger mortar, like a heavy mortar, which like I use for my um, Soviets, I will, I'll put them to a regular and just to get the spotter. Yeah. Right. But like a medium mortar, I'll usually keep as inexperienced. Um, yeah. Howitzer teams, anti-tank teams, stuff like that. They're usually pretty decently priced, even at regular. And they usually end up getting, um, most of the time there's a gun shield. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like I'll sink those points somewhere else, right? Yeah, totally. So stuff like that. Um, so regular, I'll usually keep them at, or you know, like my French, I'll get them for free. <laughs> um, <laughs> as for vehicles, I have yet to take a veteran vehicle. Oh, they're they're so expensive if you're putting if you're putting you know um, a tank on the board and it's a veteran tank that is a lot of points a lot of points in that um, one unit which as we all know can be very fickle like all it takes is the one shot and it lights you up boom you're done right or even forgetting that even the fact that it might blow up the fact that it might shoot and miss. Yeah. Well, it's, you, it's, 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 what do you got? Six, six turns. Yeah. So you got your gun, your main gun, which is the big threat, you know, so you got six dice rolls and then your maybe it has a machine gun or two. So how many shots is that really over a game for how many points? Yeah. That's, that's the thing. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see it as being worth veteran, especially in a tank. It doesn't improve your save. No, there's no you know, no improvement there's... for save. All it is is for really for pins. Um, yeah, you're still hitting the same, like for I mean, that... for with your weapons, and and honestly, like the main cannon is probably not what you're going to be firing all the time. Yeah, uh, like if you have multiple machine guns, it's it's probably worth just firing those machine guns, right? Unless you have to take on uh, another piece of armor, or you need to lob an HE shell into something, right? Yeah. Um, so, but there's way there's way cheaper ways to take machine guns. Yeah, it's it's so you're is... you're paying you're paying for that big gun. Yeah, and, right? and you it's... are. It's but now you're so, you're a mobile platform, right? Yeah. So most armies can take like uh you know, universal carriers or or kind of things uh jeeps or motorcycles. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying that there's there's better ways if if you're looking for the machine guns, there's way cheaper ways. Yes. Uh yes. to bring them in. Uh than just a big the, tank, yeah. And just a big, beefy tank. Because um, really, it's going to be those six shots, so you don't even have to kill that tank. 
It's just, what did that tank kill? Did he kill half of your army? Because that's what his, uh, <laughs> you know, that's what his tank is worth. Probably not. I don't think I've ever seen a tank kill half an army. No. Or, or even a quarter of an army. No. It's, uh, yeah, it's one of those units, right? Like, tanks are cool. Um, usually, the amount of points you spend on them, and if you decide to go veteran, you can find a lighter tank that will do the job just as good and probably has some fancy options on it for machine guns mm-hmm. um, that you can apply, right? You know, we've seen some, I mean, we've seen some units that it's like, it's a two for one choice. And now I have four machine guns at the cost oh, yeah. of this. Wow. I have, like, I have to say my best tank by far is a T-70. <laughs> it's terrible. It's a such a goofy little tank, but that thing has killed so much. Mm-hmm. That little T-70 I have. Oh my God, I love it. I'll take it over a T-34 any day of the week. <laughs> that guy, my T-34s do nothing. That little T-70, he just murders... He just murders. He's so insignificant that people often like skip him. <laughs> they yeah, don't bother they don't, shooting at him. They don't. And see then him he as kills. Yeah. Then he kills the Stugs and the. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I, on the same stroke, though, I would never pay for an inexperienced tank either. No. You know, unless it fits the theme, because I have paid for inexperienced to fit the theme. Yeah, it, uh, it, it all depends on the your scenario, your game, or you're playing a pick-me-up game, you know, like you just showed up at the shop playing. Yeah. Or are you going to a tournament, right? Like, yeah. maybe that's your thing. Maybe maybe that's what you want, that extra survivability for your infantry, and you just like having a veteran tank because of, you know, the pinning. Um, you know, that's cool see how it works. It'd be interesting yeah. to see how that happens and, and what it does and how effective it is. Um, but I think looking at like, just looking at some of the pictures of the armies that I've seen in the past at these events and tournaments. And it's like, there's no way that's a veteran army. That's a lot of units yeah, know, on the board and, and on their displays and stuff. So, um, but other units like your commander, Hundred percent, hundred percent. Make them veteran if you can. You know, um, and we wish I'd be able to make like commissars veterans, but true, no, no go on that. <laughs> you know, I've been thinking. I've been thinking on the veteran point on officers. Actually, I'm thinking the opposite. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm thinking that he applies. Uh, modifier to leadership despite having whatever his leadership is his leadership only affects himself so i can have him cheaper and apply a plus one or a plus two depending on the level Mm -hmm. to the troops around him whether he's a veteran or uh regular or inexperienced i was yeah like i was just thinking survivability myself right like yeah so i If you give him a cheapo dude to go with him Mm -hmm. and 
hide him because he just has to be able to see the unit, mm-hmm. you know, the units he's uh, barking at and within range. I, I think he could. I mean, obviously it's a risk, but I, I, I'm chewing on that. I don't know. I'm also an idiot. So take whatever oh, I say with a grain of salt, but uh, <laughs> I have a 50-50 kind of average uh, uh, win-loss ratio here. So ah, so am I. Oh, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> I'm just saying, anybody listening at home, I am not the Messiah. I I am like, you know, Bert from IT who oh, kind geez. of kind of dabbles. <laughs> but but these are my thoughts. I I think no, maybe they're, they're all good points, maybe right? an experienced guy. The officers. I'm gonna start trying that because I, I I was at the same point where you are with veteran for survivability. But then I'm looking, what can I get? Because the point difference is actually quite significant. Yes. On an officer for inexperienced to uh, regular to veteran, especially if you take his pal. Yeah. So what is, let's say a second lieutenant. Uh, this is the Japanese army I'm looking at right now is 65 points for a veteran, 50 for a regular. And of course, they don't have an experienced officers. That's 15, you know, it doesn't sound like a lot, but that 15 points is almost an LMG or could be a small squad worth of SMGs or can be uh, tank hunters on a, on a unit. Yeah, exactly. You know, those, those kind of things. Let me look at my French here. So, yeah, so see... Uh, inexperienced is 60, regular is 75, and then a veteran, this is a first lieutenant, uh, a veteran is 90. Yeah. And then it goes uh, for for the extra guy, it's 7, 10, 13. So, yeah. uh, so pri- that's a difference. So that's a first lieutenant. Clear that. And really, like, your officer's not doing a whole lot of shooting. Not enough to make the points worth worth it. Huge, huge point difference when you go to um, the lower class, the second lieutenant. So inexperience is only 35. Regular is 50. Veteran is 65. So 30 point difference. Yeah. Right. 30 30 points is almost, uh, you know, like a... Uh, Jeep, or I think that's like uh, you know, like a that's a MMG, yeah, or almost. You know, I don't remember. I don't can't recall if um, your officer has to be of a certain um, experience in order to have other experienced, higher experienced units can't remember if I've seen that somewhere on FAQ or something. Well, I don't know. I could be making yep. that up. I, I, I can't remember. But uh, It makes sense to me. Generally, I go know. themed. <laughs> Let us know. Exactly. Yeah. Generally, I go themed anyway. Yeah. So I, I'll do my officer at whatever the average, you know, experience level is. If I'm doing that Soviet army with, you know, a whole bunch of inexperienced guys, I'll, I'll do that uh, officer at the same level. 
Yeah. My Canadian Army, I generally do regular. Uh, for the most part, I'll have a unit, maybe a veteran. And my Airborne, it's all, they all have to be veterans. So I, I don't really have a choice on that one. See, I'm, and I'm, right now I'm looking at, because I have my French list up right now. Right now I'm looking at um, the Renault R39, right? Just a small tank, has a light and tank gun on it and it has a forward-facing hull-mounted MMG. It's a, a 8-plus light tank. Uh, I have it here as a regular, which is 130 points. Inexperience is 106. And Veteran is 154. For this tank, there's no way I'd go Veteran. Right? No. Like it's, it's not worth it to me. Um... And that's just like, that's a smaller tank, right? Like if I go, uh, let's go take a look at the char. Yeah. So a veteran char is 294. Yeah. That's a lot of points. Right. And a regular is 245. And an inexperience is 196. So it's a pricey tank as it is. It's a heavy tank, you know, uh, to try to get through its armor. Um, nine plus medium, but again, it has has other perks on it that not perks, but other traits on it that are not so great. Some of them are okay. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's up in the air for that if um, it's worth it. I'm, I'm sure some players are, are like, hell yeah. Other players are probably in agreeance. Um, and maybe other players just don't, you know, even give it a thought. Um, armored cars, there's a big difference for point-wise as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's a that's kind of a thing to think about too. Uh, transports probably wouldn't go veteran. No. So it's, it's not worth it, right? For me, at least. Um, infantry is where it's at for sure, hundred percent. If you're going yeah. to do it, you know. So, and maybe um, maybe you guys disagree with us. You know, um, love to hear your comments on it and and have your thoughts on the matter of what units you do take and don't take as veteran and you know reasons why and whatnot. Uh, that'd be cool to hear. Post post some stuff on it. Yeah. Help me get above 50% win-loss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, I mean, overall, really, um, you know, it's not, I don't think it's, like we said earlier, meta. Uh, I think there's other things in the game that could be a meta. Maybe certain units from certain armies. Um, you know, the multiple crazy amount of machine gun shots from certain tanks. It's probably used all the time. Um, but it, it, I don't know. Bolt action doesn't seem like a game like that to me. You yeah, know? I think it, I think you can pull it apart and find certain things. But I don't think it's certainly not as bad. I mean, it's it's 5% as bad as other nameless games. Yeah. You know. But I'm sure there's a way. If there's If there's a game, there's a way to break it. Oh, 100%. Uh, it's, it's the one thing I like about it is it's 
it's not um, the gotcha moment kind of game, right? No. So. And how are you going to have army creep? Yeah. The, I mean, <laughs> I mean... The, the nice thing, like, and I can see, I can see why people, um, I can see why people are attracted to the game. One historical, two World War Two. You know, is is it's probably the main attraction, right? Um, tons of model range, tons of campaign books, a lot of info. So, I mean, like you said, if it, like I said, if you're a historical dude, you know, into it, into the, the history of, of the war, and you love painting up the models and stuff like that, you know, uh, it's definitely the game for you. It's fun. It's simple for rules. There's always going to be some gray areas in there, but um, overall, just, compared to other games, yeah, yeah, no, no. That I'd say that each army is nearly the same mm -hmm. and completely different. Yes, yeah. The armies have their own qualities, um, their own, you know, uh, national rules own perks, stuff like that. Certain units, for example, like the, the Russian engineers with the body armor. They're the, they only, have, they're the only ones that have that, right? Like, Yeah. But each army has just enough different about it to make it feel different. Yep. But really, mechanically, they're almost the same. Yes. Like, very few differences. Like, if you learn, unlike some other games, if you learn one army... You've learned most of the other armies. Basically, there's a couple of paragraphs in a in a codex in that you have to yeah. in in the army books that you have to read that are different. Yeah. Most of the infantrymen are the relatively the same. Most of the options are relatively similar. I mean, may, yeah, okay, you get a bazooka. I get a piat. Is a bazooka better? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but no, for sure. you know, it. But other, I mean, it's really they're fairly the same. But having multiple armies, they all play so differently. Yes, yeah. There's different, some different styles and mechanics to each army. So, um, and going back to like the veteran, maybe the veteran uh, army works for your British, right? Maybe it works for. Um, you know, like commandos, right? But does it work for my French army? Not really. Like I'm, I'm counting on having tons of infantry to use the benefit of my actual, you know, nation rules where I get that free unit because I took three inexperienced units, you know, just having the bodies on the board, right? Um, stuff like that it's 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 a pretty neat game for it um guys can make veteran armies work the one benefit about that veteran army and this is on a, a hobby point of view is just the low model count as well you know yeah if you're if you're not one of those guys who like to play or paint tons of minis or you know horde army then more than likely you'll probably go to a, a veteran army and you'll probably do fine with it. You'll do okay with it. And, you know, until you learn 
the game and learn learn your army. Um, so again, like I said, I haven't I haven't done really a veteran army myself, and maybe that's a challenge for me to to go and try it out and um, see how it does for my, myself, how I use it. But played against them enough in just in the community and, and whatnot that um, you can see the, the pros and cons of what happens with the armies, right? So, but yeah, some good points um, and whatnot brought up today. So it's a good, uh, good topic to kind of go over, right? Units like that. And I'm hoping that uh, we'll probably do some more stuff like this. Maybe talk some more tactics, you know, uh, kind of maybe dissect some units or even some of the books and stuff like that. I, uh, I just like, uh, sorry to cut you off there. No, it's all good. But just, uh, just try it. Yeah. Why not? It's, it's for fun. So yeah. Bring out a veteran list if you if you have enough. I mean, if you have enough for a non-veteran list, enough models, you already have veteran list yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just cut the models in half, pretty much. The you other know, give thing it a, too. See how it goes. The Try other. Different <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the other thing I was going to say too here is, um, if you're playing like the scenarios out of the campaign books, you might actually you know, kind of be forced to use that veteran army, right? Oh, yeah. Which is... I'm loving the scenarios. Yes. Yes, so am I. It's, uh, it's been a lot of it's fun. It's changed the game. Yep. For me. Like, really, like, pickup games are nice, but I would rather play one scenario game a month than four pickup games in a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I needed to do the extra work or to get the stuff ready i'd rather do that that's just where i'm at i'm having so much more fun doing the specific scenarios especially the ones that are you know like you and i are doing yeah man am i looking forward to our next game yeah you we know, need to we need to set that up <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah we gotta we gotta rock and roll on that we're a bit behind but yeah. but uh i'm just i'm stoked i'm stoked for that game and i'm stoked to move forward mm -hmm. and uh, hopefully i mean getting into another book too i'm having fun with this book but i'll i mean geez we got enough armies yeah. to do after the books in the you know in the freaking well and that's just it i guess um we'll uh obviously continue on with with the battles and keep them going um this can current campaign possibly could come to an end this next round oh um, man yeah the the store campaign, just so you know, people at home, the Soviets are getting murdered. <laughs> murdered. I, what has there been? Eight games. Yeah. And the Soviets won one game out of eight. Holy jeez. So it is, we're at the point on the map, if you have the book, you should check it out. And I Maybe Andy will put... Uh, like a, a wrap up on the, the trident, uh, you know, oh, yeah. dupe and whatnots. Uh, but you should see the map and how he's done it. And he's shading off the areas that are captured one color for Germany, one color for Soviets as the territories are falling. And it looks amazing. 
Except for it's disheartening because we're doing so terribly as the Soviets. That's the team I'm playing for. And right now, we have two little red spots. Yeah. Right? And they're both being attacked. And the Soviets finally got an attack dice. So we're attacking one other territory. So it's very possible, and actually more than likely that this is the last week but if we can get some victories and this is why i'm loving this if we can get a couple of victories knocked out here we can we can hang on and start to fight back because this is how it's uh you know everybody's like oh bummed out we're soviets we're losing but uh, i mean this is how it looked and this is <laughs> this is how they felt i mean officers are fleeing over the volga yeah, yeah. you know uh, Everybody's having fun with it, though, so it's good. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we're getting our our butts kicked uh, in the greatest fashion. Yes, yes. But uh, yeah, I, but I'm so excited. Having, I'm so I I think we're going to turn this around. Anyway, that's all. That was a long-winded way of saying we're going to a. It looks good. B. We're going to turn it around. So yeah. So with this round, um, so those two territories, uh, there's three matches in those two territories. So, uh, you know, if Germans win those territories, then they take them, obviously. Uh, if we defend, then we, you know, hold them off. But if we lose those territories, it's all up to Bill, my co-host. So Uh-oh, Bill, his, no pressure. His force is the force on the offensive for our side so he's decided to attack another section and uh it's a straight up even fight between the soviet and the uh, german forces so thomas is who he's going up against so um what scenario was that do you remember verdun oh verdun oh yeah verdun revisited yeah yeah so um it's going to be interesting because this scenario was played out before. And um, uh, I know Bill has played it. So Ooh, yes. Bill won that one. That's the one game we won. No, Bill lost it. No, Did he, he lose lost it. it. <laughs> ah, um, no. Dusty was the one who won our, our game on the first round there. So. Oh, that's right. Um, but yeah, it was, it was neat when I was drawing the dice because like doing the victory points, uh, Soviet side has so many points to go to even try to get close to a victory um whereas the germans have just been racking up victory points but we finally got an extra dice and um yeah first draw was good it was double soviet so we were on the offensive at least so yeah it's 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 going to be interesting to see the results see what happens and uh it'll be a big hoorah if, no, uh, comrade. If uh, <laughs> if uh, if Bill claims a territory, we'll be uh, we'll be cheering and having a the we hero of the motherland, right? We just have to hold off, hold off until we can get reinforcements. Yeah, till that encirclement can happen. Yeah, so it's gonna be fun. Uh, everybody's playing a different opponent. Uh, I haven't played Devon since my uh my since my demo match with her actually when she got into uh 
when she got into bolt action. So, jeez, oh, you're you're toast, Andy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. We're doomed. We're so, doomed. Oh god. And it's Pavlov's house. Oh, nice. So that'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, no, that's kind of where we're sitting at for uh, for this episode and this week in the world and of bolt action. Um, so hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, if you like this kind of, you know, chatter about units and tactics and, and, and whatnot, armies, hit us up. Let us know uh, if this is more of the stuff you kind of would like to hear about and see. Uh, I would love to get messages from, from you guys and, and uh, have some talking points and whatnot, too. And, hey, you know what? Send me your army lists. It would be pretty cool to check them out, too. See what you thought, you know, your thoughts on it, how you play it. Um, that kind of stuff, right? So, also, uh, we can steal your ideas. That yeah. really, that I want to steal your ideas. <laughs> so, what Jason's saying is, if you have a winning force that you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I need help. This uh, barely literate, uh, you know, uh, half competent gamer need, needs a hand. <laughs> But uh, thanks for joining us again, everybody. And, uh, you know, again, check out our Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. And thanks, Jason, for always having some good laughs on the episodes when we're talking bolt action. No worries, sir. So, and uh, everybody out there, you know, keep on building, painting, playing, and we will catch you next time. Give her. Trident Wargaming. Build it, paint it, play it.